USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Money Wise. Welcome to the show that brings you information every week that we think will be useful to you and helping to plan your finances or your retirement or protect your family. My name is Ray Lance, and with me this morning is Pete Lance. And good morning, Pete. Good morning, and good morning, everyone, and thank you, as always, for listening. So this show is uh, being broadcast today on the 28th of May, which is a Sunday. Tomorrow is the last Monday of the month of May, which is Memorial Day. So our show today is going to be on Memorial Day, and I would like to just basically describe what we like to do in my family on Memorial Day. My wife, attorney, Tenny Lance, and I, we like to go visit graves, which are mostly in central Massachusetts, of my father, my grandfather, her father and mother, and various other relatives. And we bring plants and flowers, and it's a time of year when you can start to plant things like that. And we like to go and remember all of our relatives who are buried there. And one of the things that I always do is when I'm in front of my grandfather's grave and his tombstone, for example, he served in the Marines in World War I. I always give him a hand salute every year. When we visit my father's grave, um, he served 20 years in the Marine Corps, and he served in both World War II and Korea. And I always give him a hand salute. And then there are various other uncles that are there who also served in the military, and I do the same thing for them because I think it's important to remember who's there, and I think it's important for anyone, if you've got any family members. It's, it's a wonderful time of year to go out and visit and remember some of the family members who've passed on, who've passed away. And I think that's fantastic that you and Mom do that every year, and it truly is every year. It's I guess an hour plus drive, and it's really an all-day thing. Uh, I usually have something to do with my family, whether it's sports-related or otherwise, so I have not been able to go, but I'm really hoping to start that tradition myself with you every year going forward. It's a wonderful tradition. The Marine Corps League that I helped to found back in 2012, I believe, 2012 or 2013, one of the first things that we did was to clear all the uh, military plaques at a certain cemetery and some of them were so overgrown uh, you couldn't even see it we had to you know literally dig the sod out so you could see the plaques again and we felt that that was a really somber thing and an important thing to do and it was unfortunate they had grown over and not been recognized for so long well i think as we celebrate memorial day memorial day weekend for most Americans, unfortunately, I think it's just been another three-day weekend to plan barbecues and beaches and picnics and everything else. And I think a lot of times people forget the real meaning of Memorial Day and what's it about. Memorial Day is simply a holiday where we remember those who gave their lives typically in combat and serving in the military. It's not Veterans Day. Veterans Day takes place in uh, November, November 11th. And Veterans Day is to honor all veterans. Memorial Day is to honor those people who died in service of the country. And that's very well said and very succinct. And unfortunately, so many people still don't understand the difference between the two. I, I have people, which is nice, you know, on Memorial Day say, thank you for your service. And, you know, I'm like, well, that's a Veterans Day thing, but thank you. And it really is for those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our country. So it's sort of a somber day when you think about it, or it should be. It's not something you would say typically, happy Memorial Day. You can say happy Veterans Day to a veteran, but uh, you don't typically say happy Memorial Day because it's a somber occasion. 
You know, the interesting thing that I found out is that Memorial Day was not declared a national holiday until 1971. It was celebrated for a long time prior to that time. But as I said before, unlike Veterans Day, Memorial Day honors all military members who died while serving in the United States forces. And I mention this every single year, and I honestly try to do this. I set an alarm, and I, I try to do what all Americans should do, which is to have one minute of silence and, you know, just sort of in, in a somber way remember those who did pay the ultimate sacrifice at 3 p.m. Yep, good. on Memorial Day. So I was going to mention that if you didn't know the time, but it is a time when the National Moment of Remembrance Act, which was passed in the year 2000, the White House Commission on the National Moment of Remembrance encourages all Americans to simply pause, take a deep breath at 3 p.m. on Memorial Day, and just think about all the Americans who've died. So many people in the country. Yeah, so many people are going to be at barbecue parties and family get-togethers and whatnot. But just try to think about it. I know this is not for everybody, and some of you listening may think that this is silly, but I was very patriotic before I joined the Marine Corps, and uh, I get really upset. And again, you may not understand the level of you know how upset I get when I'm at a sporting event or something, and they play the national anthem, and people are talking or not removing their caps, and it just really personally offends me. And it seems to be more and more that fewer people remove their hats. It's still the majority, but there's enough that I look around and get upset. And, you know, you really should be so appreciative of living in this country and those who have fallen to be where we are this day. Well, we need to have some shakeup somehow in the country because people don't realize or don't have enough respect, I guess is maybe a better way to put it, for what has happened in the past. So without getting preachy, and I don't want to do that either. Yeah, I'll get off my soapbox. I didn't mean to have it go on this long, but... Okay, <laughs> preach or Pete. <laughs> but let's talk about... So we mentioned that the national holiday didn't get started until uh, 1971, uh, and it does take place on the last Monday of the month of May. But the history is kind of interesting. There's a lot of confusion about the history because not a lot was necessarily recorded, and the origins of this holiday, however, can be traced back to special observances for soldiers uh, with neglected gravesites who fought during the Civil War in this country. And a lot of people, a lot of historians think that the first observance of what would later become Memorial Day took place in Charleston, South Carolina, um, at the site of a horse racing track that the Confederate uh, government had turned into a place for holding Union prisoners. And African-Americans in the city organized a burial of deceased Union prisoners and built a fence around the site. A lot of people think that was the origin of Memorial Day. But there have been many events since then. And I think I also read recently, Pete, that something like 25 cities around the country claim that they were the first city in the country to start to observe Memorial Day. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. Uh, originally, it was called, uh, right after the Civil War, it was called Decoration Day because the tradition was you would place flowers on the graves of veterans um, and you would decorate the graves. And since then, um, until World War I, Civil War soldiers were the only ones who were honored on that holiday. Now, every American who served and gave their life for their country uh, is remembered. And um, I'm only going to mention this now and then again at the end of the show. Um, it is a somber show. It's a somber holiday. Um, but I hope that everybody stays safe and does enjoy some, you know, activities and family fun as well. Um, we're going to get into, obviously, quite a bit more of the history of Memorial Day. Uh, Dad, you mentioned before uh, the show started that you were wondering if you should read Flanders Field. Um, and you do it every year, so I think that you should again, but I'll leave that up to you. Okay, maybe we'll do that at the next segment. Let me give you a quotation from somebody named John McHugh. He said, as America celebrates Memorial Day, we pay tribute to those who have given their lives in our nation's wars. And that's the most significant thing to remember about Memorial Day. And as Peter said, yes, 
um, have barbecue, have fun, get together with your family, but take time to remember what the holiday is, is for as, as well. So I'm going to read off a list real quick of Memorial Day events for anybody who isn't aware. Uh, these are pretty much the same events that happen every year, other than, you know, maybe COVID and in some cases the year after COVID. Um, but the uh, town of Dartmouth has its annual Memorial Day tomorrow, uh, May 29th at 9 a.m. Uh, it kicks off at um, the town landing upon Agansett on Gulf Road. And it proceeds, as always, across the Pay and Nine Bridge, where they pause uh, and throw a, uh, a wreath into the uh, water. And then it continues on up Elm Street all the way to the old police station that hasn't been there in probably six or seven years, uh, where there's another quick ceremony. Um, there's also a quick ceremony in the um, um, cemetery. New Bedford, the annual Fisherman's Memorial Day service is tomorrow at 10, goes from 10 to noon. That's at Pier 3 in New Bedford, 51 MacArthur Drive in New Bedford. Um, then Fairhaven Memorial Day Parade tomorrow at 10. Uh, starts off at the Office of Tourism, 141 Main Street in Fairhaven. Um, they have some ceremonies as well at a cemetery. Westport tomorrow at 9. And that starts uh, Riverside Avenue to Post Road East to Myrtle Avenue to Main Street. And ending at the Parker Hardin Plaza. Uh, Fall River Memorial Day Ceremony tomorrow at noon, Battleship Cove and Maritime Museum, 5 Water Street, Fall River, uh, Military Observance Honoring the Fallen and Gold Star Families, and a 21-gun salute. Uh, Freetown uh, has just the Lakeside Family Festival that's happening all weekend, um, all weekend long at the St. John Newman Church, which is the uh, cathedral camp. Um, real quickly, and then we're going to get into our next segment. Uh, the show is brought to you every week, of course, by USA Wealth Group, and just wanted to remind everyone of some upcoming seminars. We have retirement income and estate planning workshops beginning June 3rd, Saturday, June 3rd, at the Freetown Police Station at 10 a.m. June 6th, Tuesday, June 6th, from 2 to 4 at the Hampton Inn in um, Fairhaven. And Wednesday, June 7th, from 6 uh, to 7 at Whites of Westport. Uh, Thursday, June 8th at 6 at the New Bedford Country Club. We do require reservations. Um, we uh, don't really have the availability to have you walk in, so please call 508-998-8858 if you would like to attend those seminars. We will be right back and get into our second segment with some more history of Memorial Day. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan, 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys, Ray Lance and Pete Lance. This is Money Wise Radio. Wishing you a safe Memorial Day weekend as we honor those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our special show that we like to do every year on Memorial Day and the importance of Memorial Day, which is a day to remember basically our war dead, people who have made the ultimate sacrifice to protect our country and keep our country going. It's estimated that less than 1% of all the population ever serves in the military, Pete. I think you probably have heard that before. I have. Um, and of that small percentage, um, an even smaller percentage gives their lives, but it is the ultimate sacrifice. A person named Robin Hayes once said, Memorial Day this year is especially important as we are reminded almost daily of the great sacrifices that the men and women of the armed services make to defend their way of life. Yeah, and um, again, we keep using the word somber, but it is a somber holiday. Uh, a lot of people think that it's the unofficial kickoff to summer, um, even though that's not really until the solstice in mid-June. But it really is, uh, for many, the unofficial kickoff to summer with parties and get-togethers, and that's all well and good, and enjoy yourselves, be safe but just try to remember what the Monday actual holiday is for at least. So again, um, 
As I mentioned, there's a lot of confusing history about how Memorial Day was uh, really established. Uh, I did say that until World War I, only Civil War soldiers were remembered. Now it's all Americans who served and who gave their lives. But despite all the various conflicting claims of various uh, states and cities and so forth, uh, the Congress and President Lyndon Johnson actually declared Waterloo, New York as the birthplace of Memorial Day back in 1966. And it didn't become, like I said, an official public holiday until 1971. I think hmm. that's the correct date, right? Um, I actually don't have that right in front of me. I'm looking at some other things. So as always, we have an enormous amount of yeah, 1971. Um, material printed off. All right. I'm going to put that one away. I also want to mention something. If you happen to be driving in Dartmouth and you drive along Fonts Corner Road this weekend, you will see all the flags on the median strip on Fonts Corner Road. And I would like to give a shout out and a special thank you to Peter for reestablishing the flag project in the town of Dartmouth. So you did that with help from a number of people, but I know you had to go to the Board of Selectmen to re request permission to be able to put the flags back up. You've got semi-permanent foundations to put the flagpoles in, but you also have a team of people that helps you, right? Volunteers. I do, and um, I appreciate everybody who has had any part in it. Uh, the um, select board were phenomenal. They simply asked that I present it in front of them at one of their meetings about a year and two months ago, and they did it as a formality to you know make it official, but it was the second that I was done asking what I was looking for that they all immediately said, we love the idea, let's vote on it. And they all voted unanimously and have received very strong, phenomenal uh, support from all of them. Dartmouth Board of Selectmen. Yes. And then uh, about two weeks later, for certain holidays, when it's on a weekend, I asked them if I could have flags up for the entire weekend instead of just the day. And they said, please just make the official request in front of the board again, which I did. And they all loved it and said, yes, of course, again. But they had to make it official. We've had many people help out uh, along the way, digging the 50 holes with a motorized auger, uh, fence post uh, auger meant specifically for that was one of the most difficult physical things I have ever done. And you know, keep in mind, I went through Paris Island. It was awful and exhausting. Uh, especially because the median on Fonts Corner is very, very hard pack. Um, so after you get down about six inches, it was just like drilling into concrete almost. Uh, and then we poured concrete, put PVC pipes in the ground that stick up just barely above the ground, and then we cap them for when the flags are not there. But that's how they remain in the ground. And the only other thing I'll mention is uh, two quick things, actually. Um, one person in particular, I don't think that she listens to the radio show, but Jen Sapega has been um, really right by my side from start to finish, uh, every step of the way, um, helping get it off the ground, um, helping get the bases inserted into the ground, and putting the flags up and taking them in almost every single time. And, and I, I help sometimes by driving the truck. You do. <laughs> No, everybody helps. And then the, the police department has been phenomenal where we just request a, a cruiser to come behind us as we put the flags in and take them out. So real quickly, who are some of the other people that have participated in helping in the past? Yeah, I'll mention them in a minute, but it was it's really helpful because we call the police department just as we're about to put them up or take them down each time. And every single time they have sent a cruiser over to just add some protection and safety for the people doing that. Um, the only other thing I'll mention is that this year you'll notice that there are going to be some signs up um, where the flags are because I saw on a Facebook group called Dartmouth Helping Dartmouth, um, there were a lot of people that were questioning, why are the flags up this weekend? Anybody know why the flags are up? Um, and you know, <laughs> We forget our history. Well, some of them, sometimes, I, I think the most common day that I got that question was Flag Day, because most people don't know what Flag Day is or when it is. Which is June 14th. Right. So I, I saw that a lot, and then other people said, the flag should stay up year-round. We love seeing the flags. And you know, yeah, it would be nice, but that's not the point. I, when the flags are up, people should, you know, recognize why the flags are up. And so we've got signs for every holiday. 
um, that are going to say the flags are flying because of Memorial Day. The flags are flying. We remember Memorial Day. Um, we remember those lost on 9-11, et cetera, et cetera. And Veterans Day, and I think there's a couple of others that you use as well. So when you see the flags up there, ladies and gentlemen, it's because a lot of people cater enough to reinstate this project, and we had a lot of good support from the town of Dartmouth as well, and the selectmen. Yep. So I'll mention really quickly, and I'll only do this once, and I think that we should do it every year because um, the flags don't fly all the way from Pearl Harbor Day until Memorial Day. So there's a really long gap, which is actually pretty fortuitous for us because I think it'd be difficult to do it in the dead of winter if there's snow on the ground, especially although we didn't have much snow this year. Um, I'm going to be missing some people on this list, and I need to update it because I know that there's some people who are not on this list. So it's not everybody, but it's a lot of the people who've, who've helped in the past. Right. So uh, Brad Thalen, Jen Sapega, Michelle Rosa, uh, Boy Scout Troop Number 74, uh, Devin Madeira, Nick Livesey, Patrick Mendonca, Julie Juisty, all from Dartmouth Fire Department District 3, Jay Lewis and his friend Scully. Um, we also received contributions to help pay for the initial um, expense. Uh, John Harron, Alex Aguiar, and Megan Wakefield, who donated in honor of her father, Michael E. Lafferty, who was a Navy Vietnam vet. I also remember that I'm uh, missing uh, my friend Courtney, my friend Jennifer, my friend Patrick, um, my friend Andrew, and I know I'm missing others. I'm going to have to add to this list who have all had a part in helping at least. Uh, my friend Rick um, taking the flags in and out um, mm -hmm. for certain holidays. Yep. And uh, Lenny Sepager also. Yep. So uh, Franklin Roosevelt once said, those who have long enjoyed such privileges as we enjoy forget in time that men have died to win them. That's what Memorial Day is all about, ladies and gentlemen. It's about remembering briefly, even especially at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, if you see flags flying at half-staff, if you wonder why flags are up at all, remembering that Memorial Day has a very important uh, meaning in our history. Let me see if I can think of the holidays that the flags fly right at the top of my head. You tell me if I miss any. Memorial Day is the first one, uh, then Flag Day, then the 4th of July, then Pearl Harbor. No, no not Pearl Harbor. I mean 9-11. Um, and then Veterans Day. Marine Corps birthday and Veterans Day, which are one day apart, so we usually put them up for the Marine Corps birthday. And then Pearl Harbor Day. I think that's it, right? Yep. Just, just six times, seven times? It's about that. Yeah. So I, it's a nice project, and hopefully it will continue to exist for a good long time. Um, by the way, James Garfield, who was also a United States president, once wrote, For love of country they accepted death, and thus renounced all debts, and made immortal their patriotism and their virtue. So a lot of people have commented on the, the sacrifice that has been given by a lot of people in the military. And um, you've mentioned briefly, um, I think we'll wait until the next segment, we'll talk again about some of the Memorial Day events that people might like to uh, visit and take part in. Yeah, I'll mention that one more time in our final segment, and I know that at the end of the first segment I sort of spit out a whole lot of information at once. I'll try to slow it down and spread it out a little bit more for the, the final segment. Okay, I'm going to mention that not on the show with us today, but important in the office is attorney Tenny Lance, who's a partner in Lance Law, Inc., and she is a certified veteran specialist, and she's allowed to give information to living veterans and their spouses, for example, if they're deceased, about benefits that might be available to them. Uh, she also has a handout called Your Guide to Veterans Benefits, and if anybody is interested in knowing more about that, they can give her office a call at 508-998-8800. What else happens on uh, uh, Memorial Day, Pete? Lots and lots of traffic. Yeah, there's a lot of traffic, and they're also expecting uh, record-breaking, well, not record-breaking, but the, the busiest uh, flight traffic and airport, you know, um, traffic, if you will, since 2005, I think I read. Yep, and this Memorial Day weekend is expected to break all travel records, period. People have been cooped up because of the pandemic. Um, 42 million Americans are expected to travel for Memorial Day weekend. 
big increase from last year. And um, so be careful out there, folks, when you're traveling. Yep. And um, let's see, the least crowded days are Saturday and Sunday, and the best times to drive are in the morning. But we do expect to reach uh, a five-year high in international air travel and so not just, and that's the kickoff to the whole summer travel season. They're expecting record travel, both automotive as well as air travel, um, this summer. It's going to be really difficult in the air and on the roads this year, this summer. So um, right after a short break, I want to come back. We're going to tell you some things not to remember and not to do on Memorial Day. So if you'll stay tuned, we will be right back, and we've got a lot more to tell you about Memorial Day and things that you can do to... Um, Remember Memorial Day. Stay tuned. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508 998 8858. That's 508 998 8858. This is Money Wise Radio. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our show on Memorial Day. Memorial Day is on a Monday. It's the last Monday of the month of May. And as we're doing this show on a Sunday, we're trying to ask everybody to remember what to do and what not to do. So here's some things not to do on Memorial Day. Don't wish anybody a happy Memorial Day. It's not a happy Memorial Day, you could say happy Veterans Day, but this is to remember the dead. This is to remember people who made the ultimate sacrifice. And don't thank the current troops for, you can say thank you for your service or something like that, but it's not a, a day to remember veterans. And if you are going to any parades tomorrow, Dad, you just mentioned that it's something that everybody should pause as the main flag goes by in the, any parades that you're going to tomorrow. Back in January of 2008, there's a new rule for former military uh, veterans who are not in uniform. They are now allowed to render a hand salute, uh, whether they are in uniform or not, both if the national anthem is playing or as a flag goes by. In a parade. Well, it is an important day in our history. It's an important day on our calendar. Don't forget that Memorial Day exists. And don't forget the purpose of Memorial Day. It's to remember and give some respect to people who died in our country in all wars, including even recent conflicts in war. Anybody who died in the military. And don't let politics get in the way of rendering appropriate respect either. You know, we've become so divided in this country and certain things I hope will bring us together and Memorial Day should certainly be one of them. Let me just say something really quickly about flag etiquette and flag respect because we like to do that as well. If you happen to go to a parade and you see flags coming by, a lot of times you'll be a bunch of kids or high school students in a band and they might have small flags and so forth. You don't need to salute every single flag that goes by, but when you see the larger flags, you'll see color guards sometimes that'll have members of the police department or the fire department, and they'll always be preceded by sometimes a banner, but always with flags. Those kind of flags, you should salute. Put your hand over your heart. Hand over your heart if you weren't in the military and salute if you were in the military. Yep. If you have a hat on, gentlemen, you're supposed to take your hat off when your flag goes by. So please try to remember to do those things. They're important. And as America celebrates Memorial Day, we pay tribute to those who have given their lives in our nation's wars. That was John McHugh who made that statement once. And speaking of the flag, as I mentioned in the beginning of the second segment, I'm very patriotic, of course. I have been since before I went through Paris Island and earned the title of United States Marine. I get really uptight when I see people you know, mishandling the flag and, you know, even the little flags are not supposed to touch the ground. And so anyways, just especially this week and try to be considerate. And I wanted to give a shout out. I wish I knew which Boy Scout troop it was off the top of my head. I don't, but I had two flags that had some fairly significant tears on them and didn't want to fly them again. 
and I was able to drop them off at a permanent box in front of the town hall that was put there by uh, the local Boy Scout troop, and they retire the flags in a ceremony. So that's a great thing that they've done. I'm not sure if there are other places in the area that do that, that collect the flags, but you're supposed to uh, not just take a used American flag or torn or tattered and just throw it in the trash or anything. Uh, they should be retired, and as Pete said, there is a collection box in front of the Dartmouth Town Hall. Before that, you had to get in touch with your local Boy Scout troop, right. um, and they would take care of them, but no, there's no other place, at least in the town of Dartmouth, that I, I know of, uh, for sure. Well, um, we talked earlier about some of the uh, events that are taking place. Um, let's talk about the events one more time and just do that a little bit more slowly. And particularly, let's talk about Battleship Cove as well. Yeah, um, we've got this really special um, battleship um, memorial museum right in our backyard, essentially. I've taken my boys there a few times. They're too old to care about going now. But um, my daughter, I keep every time we pass over the bridge, I keep saying I want to take her, and she's interested. So finally going to take her there. Um, she has been on... Is it the Missouri in Hawaii? I believe um, it's the Missouri. I, a, I don't know. In, um, it's a battleship um, across up. from Pearl Harbor. I believe it's the Missouri. Uh, she was really fascinated by that. Unfortunately, we were sort of pressed on time and only had about an hour. You should probably spend at least three hours on board. It's really it's a lot to see. Um, but that sort of sparked our interest in wanting to see um, uh, Battleship Cove. So we're going to do that. I would say in the next month for sure. Um, I'm not going to go too far off the tracks here, but I will say that visiting Pearl Harbor was one of the more solemn and incredible things I've ever seen. And we keep using the word solemn. Boy, that was a solemn place. Well, in, in Fall River at Battleship Cove is the USS Massachusetts. It's the largest vessel there. It's um, known as Big Mamie and it's the centerpiece of the collection and it was a world war ii battleship in the south dakota class which is interesting it is the missouri i had to look it up that's the one that's in hawaii you're talking about yes okay there's a they have a little part where they showed a uh, suicide uh, pilot japanese suicide pilot uh, dented the side of the ship but just barely and they have a picture of where it's sort of like hung on the edge before they, um, I guess, dragged it on board. And now it's part of the m- memorial and the museum. Hmm. Well, let's talk about Battleship Cove and Fall River because that's something that everybody listening to the show today can visit. We have the USS Massachusetts. Um, we have the USS Joseph P. Kennedy Jr., uh, which is a destroyer class. Uh, the USS Lion Ship, uh, which is a uh, submarine. Um, there's something called the Hidden Sea, which I never really understood. Uh, that's a smaller boat. Um, let's see, it was built, I guess it was maybe a captured boat because it was a Soviet-built missile corvette, the Hidden Sea. Um, there's PT boats there, and um, there's just a lot to see. There's a museum, and also at the Battleship Cove is the... 80% scale model of the Vietnam Memorial Wall, which is a mm. permanent exhibit now. Yep. And I was there for the dedication ceremony um, a year or two ago when that was uh, actually celebrated. If you've never seen the Vietnam Memorial Wall in Washington, D.C., you can see an 80% scale version of it in Fall River. And it's the only one that's allowed to be within a 50-mile radius no other similar wall could be built. It's it's really um, amazing how you, it makes you feel when you see this. Hmm. You realize that you know fifty three thousand. And shame died. on me for still not having been there to see it because it's been up for about what five years now. Um, the wall. Yeah. I don't think it's been five years. Um, I don't remember the time schedule of that exactly. Maybe twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Um, in any event. Um, I'm going to mention, I said I was going to do it at the end of the fourth segment, but I'm going to do it now. I'm going to mention um, 
A few more names, first of all, for those who have helped out with the flag project and putting them up and helping to take them down. Um, these are all friends of mine, but they also have stepped up and helped to volunteer at one point or another, some of them almost every time, some of them just once or twice. But it all helps, and I appreciate you all. Uh, Sherry Petipas, Andrew Paradise, Daniel Saucier, Rick Rayum, Courtney Cohen, Patrick Muldoon, Aiden Diaz, and Jennifer Catherine. Um, so thank you all, and I mentioned everybody else earlier who helped out and had some part in getting it uh, off the ground and continuing it. Um, I'm going to just mention the events that are coming up tomorrow. All of these are tomorrow, with the exception of um, the festival in Freetown, which is happening all weekend. Uh, tomorrow in Dartmouth is the Memorial Day Parade. It's a great parade. It goes up Elm Street. Dartmouth has also done something special as of at least four or five years ago. They have on the telephone poles uh, little individual flags with a photo and name of Dartmouth residents who have died in war um, and for the service of their country. Uh, one of them is Peter Enos, who was in the band with me. He was three years younger than me, I believe, and one of the nicest guys you ever hope to meet. And I think about him often, as his friends um, do. Um, in any event, um, check out around this time of year. You'll see those flags up on the telephone poles in Dartmouth along the parade route. That starts tomorrow at 9 in Dartmouth, um, goes across the Payton Narrow Bridge, and then up Elm Street. Tomorrow in New Bedford is the annual Fisherman's Memorial Day service. That's from 10 to 12, Pier 3 in New Bedford. And um, there's also uh, a little ceremony at Siemens Bethel beforehand. Uh, for Haven, tomorrow at 10 a.m., um, it kicks off from the intersection of Main and Center Streets at 10 and goes uh, down Main Street to the Riverside Ceremony, uh, excuse me, Cemetery. And there's a ceremony there at the Civil War Monument at the end. Uh, in Westport, tomorrow at 9, it starts on Riverside Avenue to Post Road East to Myrtle Avenue to Main Street and ending at the Parker Hardin Plaza. And then lastly, other than again, the Freetown Festival is all weekend long at, Saint, at uh, Cathedral Camp. Uh, Fall River tomorrow is the Memorial Day Ceremony starting at noon. That's at Battleship Cove and Maritime Museum, 5 Water Street in Fall River. Uh, military observance as well as honoring the fallen and Gold Star families with a 21-gun salute. So there are a lot of local events, ladies and gentlemen. If you have questions... Um, uh, well, I, actually, when you listen to the show on Sunday morning, it'll be too late to get the information, but you can get it online, and uh, whatever we can do to help, take the time to do something, to go to one of these events, and remember why you're there. You're there to remember Memorial Day. It's not Veterans Day. It's not a celebration. It's a day of solemn contemplation over the cost of freedom. That was a quotation from Tamara Bolton. And... Uh, Take some time to remember why you're there, and especially at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. We're going to take one final break in just a minute and come back and give you a little bit more information that we think will be useful and helpful to you. And if you have any questions, give us a call at our office, always, 508-998-8858. We will be right back. Money Wise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of MoneyWise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is MoneyWise Radio with Ray Lance and Peter Lance. From the entire team at the USA Wealth Group, thank you to the military families honoring their loved ones on this Memorial Day weekend. Their service to our country and ultimate sacrifice will never be forgotten. Thank you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. I'm Ray Lance, and with me is Pete Lance, and we've been talking about Memorial Day. It is a special day. It's, it's a cherished day in this country. There are some things that you can do that maybe have a little bit more meaning than just doing a barbecue. 
Maybe you want to visit a veteran's home or visit a local veteran's cemetery or visit your own family graves in your own cemetery. There's things you can do. Attend a parade, attend a memorial service, definitely show your flag. Um, and the flag, by the way, should normally stay at, at half-mast until noontime and then be raised to the full height of your uh, flagpole. That's the normal flag etiquette for how to raise your flag on Memorial Day. So half-mast until noontime and then after noontime, raise it in full. Remember at three o'clock in the afternoon, just take a moment to say nothing and stand silently and remember the hundreds of thousands of and millions of people who have given their lives to uh, help our country. Maybe visit a battlefield. Um, I like to watch on uh, PBS and NPR the National Memorial Day concert, which is in the evening. That's always a great event. They play all the uh, military service songs. They play um, patriotic music. Um, it's a wonderful event. There'll be a lot of veterans in the audience listening to that. But do something to honor the meaning of Memorial Day on Memorial Day. And we have so much history, obviously, in this area. Go out, go for a walk, and learn some of the history. I mean, there's so many things to do and to see and to learn about uh, the men and women who have fought for this country and those who have died. Um, you know, we talked about Battleship Cove. We talked about the Vietnam veterans, 80% um, scale wall in Fall River. Yeah, let's talk about that for just a minute. It is an 80% scale size replica of the original Vietnam Veterans Memorial, which is in Washington, D.C. Right now, it's estimated that there are 58,282 names, which represent an increase as they occasionally have additional people who get added to it, um, you know, people who are MIA missing in action. But there is the ability to find out exactly where somebody's name is on that. My brother, by the way, um, served in Vietnam for a year. He was not wounded, fortunately. He did have some significant physical impacts as a result of it, including hearing loss and cardiac issues from being exposed to chemicals and, and uh, Agent Orange and all that stuff. But it's a really interesting thing to visit the Vietnam Memorial Wall, and um, that's in the Bicentennial Park. There's places to park your car there. If you haven't been there, that's a great thing to do. Yeah, and, and there's also Fort Tabor and some really interesting history behind that, as well as the Fort Tabor Military Museum right in the south end of New Bedford. Really nice places. I, I love going for uh, a bike ride all from my house down to Fort uh, Tabor and back. Um, we only have uh, less than five minutes left of the show. Uh, I promised I would only mention this twice, uh, once at the beginning and once at the end. The show is, of course, brought to you every week by USA Wealth Group. Uh, and just wanted to mention some upcoming seminars that we do have. One of them will uh, happen prior to the next show airing. Um, so that's why it's important for us to mention it. We do need to make sure that you give a quick call or send us an email to make a reservation so we know um, how many people are coming. Uh, and space is limited uh, at these events. They're going to be retirement income as well as estate planning workshops, a little bit of information from uh, both sides. The first one is coming up this coming Saturday, June 3rd at the Freetown Police Station. They have a phenomenal um, event room. It's really one of the best places that we've ever presented at. That's at 10 a.m. And then um, Tuesday, June 6th at 2 o'clock, is the Hampton Inn in Fairhaven. Uh, and then Wednesday, June 7th at 6 at Whites of Westport. And lastly, Thursday, June 8th at 6 at the New Bedford Country Club. Um, there is never any um, obligation to do anything but just listen. We give an enormous amount of really useful information. Everybody is very happy with uh, the information that we present to them. And uh, there's no pressure to do anything but just learn and help out yourself and your family yeah we appreciate you attending we appreciate you listening to our show you know i was looking at some of the statistics on how many americans have died in various u.s wars and it's it always amazes me the revolutionary war which you know really was the beginning of our country 
4,435 um, military deaths. I was really very amazed at how small that number was because I would have thought it would have been much higher than that. Um, what do you think the largest number of deaths was? Which war? Civil War. Civil War. I know that. And that's also really staggering. World War II, for example, 405,399 died in World War II. 116,000 in World War One, but the Civil War was 498,332. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, only two minutes left. I do want to mention just a couple of other very quick things. Sure. Because you and I are veterans, we uh, really uh, love to support and help our veterans. Uh, we also know a lot of veterans agents in local towns. Um, and if you are listening and you are having any difficulty with any of your benefits or want to know maybe if you're eligible for other benefits, and you don't know where to begin, there's a veterans agent in your town. Reach out to them if you don't know who that is or how to get a hold of them. Let us know. I always start that first, yeah. Lastly, um, my mother is a specialized veterans agent. Um, uh, she has to go through and get recertified to do that so she can assist you uh, as a certified veteran specialist. It's a free service that an attorney, my mother, can help you with. Yeah, uh, President Barack Obama once said, our nation owes a debt to its fallen heroes that we can never fully repay, but we can honor their sacrifice. And then President John F. Kennedy said, the cost of freedom is always high, but Americans have always paid it. And one path we shall never choose, and that is the path of surrender or submission. So most presidents in the past have come out and commented in uh, made remarks about honoring veterans and remembering Memorial Day. We hope that you can do something today as well. We thank you for listening. If you have somebody in your family who has given their ultimate sacrifice, uh, remember them on Memorial Day. Try to reach out and do something other than just enjoying a parade. Or, or a you, burger or a beer. Yeah, or if you are doing those things, take the time to remember what this day is all about. And um, we thank you for listening. We like to think that we can provide expertise in many subjects that other people maybe do not. Give us a call if we can help you. And we will see you again next Sunday morning on the radio. Thank you for listening to our Memorial Day show today. Today we honor and thank those who lost their lives protecting our country. The last four minutes will be dedicated to our local business spotlight of the week, where we highlight local businesses that are working in our community. Today we have two guests from Revitalize RX of Dartmouth. First is Chief Operating Officer and Co-Owner Monique Lopes, and second is Registered Nurse and Co-Owner Ashley Hathaway. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Revitalize RX in Dartmouth is an infusion and med spa where you can come to get all your self-care needs. And also, we always offer 20% off your first IV infusion or injection. So Monique, when and why did you start the business? So about a year ago, Ashley approached me um, regarding these IV infusions um, and injections that was up and coming and it was really helping people hydrate and to get a lot of benefits out of this. So with my business background and her nursing skills, we kind of collaborated on this and opened up this, hoping to bring a different type of treatment to the area that wasn't quite big yet. That's great, and I know it's pretty popular. I know my wife has been there quite a few times already. <laughs> Ashley, what is the mission or purpose that you want to achieve with your work? So basically, along with aesthetics that we also offer at Revitalize and the IV infusions and injections, we're just trying to make people feel good from the inside and out. And Monique, where do you see the business in the next couple of years? Well, hopefully everybody knows our name and we're nice and big and making everybody feel good. But we would love to expand, bring on new treatments, keeping up with the new trends, staying up to date with it all. And I know, again, I just said my wife has been there a few times and she loves the hydrofacial yes, and so some good. type of like vitamin shot or something. I don't know, but she tells me about it and how much she loves it. And now yes, the injections are very popular. B12, glutathione. It's keeping everybody nice. She says she feels very energetic and that her appetite has gone down and she's not anyone to blow smoke up, you know, your butt or anybody else's. <laughs> Ashley, what does your dream company look like? So really, our company as a woman-owned business is, you know, just um, bringing on 
women or any employees that are just working well together. Um, we're all working hard to collaborate and keep the community, you know, looking and feeling their best. And Monique, uh, is there anything that you want to say directly to the local community? Yeah, so I suggest everyone or want everyone to come in, feel, you know, just check us out. Even if you don't get a service, just come in, check out the place, ask your questions. We just want everyone to leave there and feel good and feel like heard. So we chat with people, we talk to people. It's not just come in and, you know, like you get something and you spend a lot of money and you leave. We want to get to know you and make how you want to feel when you leave. That's hopefully what you get. Healthcare and people just wanting to look and feel younger and look and feel better <laughs> is a huge thing right now. So that's great. Uh, Ashley, do you have any offers or specials or anything coming up over the summer that you might want to speak about? Yes. Yeah, so I would just say definitely keep an eye out um, on our Instagram and also our website. So our Instagram is revitalized underscore rx underscore dartmouth and then our website is revitalizerx.net um we are going to have some summer specials that'll be effective from june july and august so just keep an eye out for those okay great and then uh, monique the last question is uh something that's pretty important where are you located and what's the phone number that people can reach you at also so we are located at 154 fonts corner road which is the cardoza Lica plaza so we're right on the side of interstate battery so it's really simple right off the highway and our phone number is 774-328-9251. Well, I wish you both great success, and I think that you're off to a really good start. Thank you for coming in and being this week's Business Spotlight. Best thank of luck. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you for having us. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. AE Wealth Management LLC, USA Wealth Group Incorporated, and Revitalize RX are not affiliated companies, and there is no obligation to use their services. This radio show is a paid placement.